Welcome back to the final episode of Neon Knights in the Oasis. This is episode three, the part of the movie with the twist at the end. This is probably the longest episode we have ever put together, so strap in because this brief intermission ends in three, two, one. The taunts from Union Jack echo through the blue chip construction construction facility as our heroes regroup in the center of the room. Circling together, they begin discussing their next course of action, but before they're able to make any meaningful decisions, Sputnik is distracted by some of the sparking electrical equipment in the corner. I have a question. Mm-hmm. And it's a very important question. Mm-hmm. So spacesuits are well insulated from mm-hmm. various electric things. Yes, they are. I don't suppose Sputnik could just go for a walk across this uh, electrified machine bridge thing. As you stand throughout the construction facility and survey your surroundings, uh, you notice that the place where Bosefeed had been fighting the stealth union operative um, is covered by electricity. And staring down at your cosmonaut armor, um, an idea occurs to you that this armor is probably insulated. What would you like to do next? Sputnik will deal with this. Yeah, Sputnik just starts walking through. Under the watchful eye of Bose Feed, Dennis Thurgood, and Dexter Callum, Sputnik strides confidently through the arcing electricity around the center mechanical piece that I guess I should come up with a better explanation for. As they reach the top of it, they have a chance to notice something. Can I get a perception roll from you, Sputnik? That's a 12. Sputnik, you hear something coming from the northernmost corridor here. You feel like you almost catch a glimpse of something, but you can't quite make it out. Generally speaking, the best way to deal with a machine that is sparking very, very crazily and trying to just kill everything in nearby is to put a chainsaw into it. So, um, that's what Sputnik does. Sputnik, I like watching you embrace this agile alternative. <laughs> Duh. Let me get you to roll an attack roll on this machine. Uh, that's a 20. All right, uh, roll for damage. That's 3d8, correct? Yes. That's uh, 12 damage. You drive your chainsaw directly into the heart of this sparking machine and it lets out two more violent arcs of electricity before finally calming down and deactivating. You turn to the rest of the party with a, whatever your character does for a look of like relief and excitement when right underneath your feet you hear something clatter to the ground. You look down and there's a grenade at your feet. Can I get you to roll a reflex? Sputnik does not believe in reflex. <laughs> not with a six, you don't. <laughs> that does hit. Uh-oh. Oh, God. I get advantage on this. 14 points of damage. <laughs> the grenade detonates under your feet, uh, and you take 14 points of damage as you're slammed back against the locker to the side of you. A moment later, stepping out from behind the wall where you thought you saw someone earlier, a strange-looking man in goggles steps out and turns towards you and goes, Ha-ha! You think you company people can come into my construction site? I am Blowout, the explosives expert! We're the Union and we're going to burn this place down to the ground since you won't give in to our demands! Give us Union Jake and nobody will get hurt! <laughs> Union Jake! His name is Union Jack and you know that! <laughs> you have about five seconds to hand over Union Jack. Or, uh, I might give you a little fun fact about myself. What's my favorite type of cheese, do you think? Is it dollars? Money? Oh my god. No, it's Swiss! <laughs> 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 
I open up my light machine gun against this guy. Roll an attack roll. Hard working and funny. Okay, here we go. <laughs> the Dennis Thurgood attack rolls. So right now I'm going to roll, do my first action since he's in direct line of sight and I'm just going to roll the hit. Like you said, Artemis. 22. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that hits. D- definitely. Yes, Dennis. Assertively administrate those plug-and-play functionalities. <laughs> All right. 37. Damn. For my first attack. You take careful aim and you shred blowout from a distance. You, you see the body slam up against the wall and just become peppered with bullet holes as he slides against the ground. And with the last of his remaining breath, he says, Oh, shit. I underestimated your initiative and <laughs> personal strengths <laughs> and, and then collapses into the ground. That was pretty easy. It just goes to show that nothing can stand up to a strong, dedicated Oasis citizen. <laughs> and I give a big smile and it almost seems like my teeth sparkle in the factory's light. <laughs> Dennis, your efficiency knows no bounds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when I am specialized only in light machine gun combat, anything is possible. <laughs> so long as it involves light machine guns. <laughs> yes, if I speak to anybody, I'm fucked. <laughs> It's a good thing you've got me, Dennis. Your boss! Absolutely. Don't worry, I can make a window to discuss your regenerated third-generation mobility. <laughs> Dennis is going to pretend like he knew what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle back to this later, don't worry. So having eliminated all the enemies that are currently visible, you sort of pause for a second, expecting to hear another taunt from Union Jack, but it doesn't come. You're left in this construction warehouse. The sounds of people moving around outside and the sounds of the city barely echoing in through the small walls that have not been fully constructed yet. And the party looks to each other, figuring out where to go next. There seem to be two exits, one to the east and one to the north. Well, Dennis, why don't you take initiative? Ah, sure. (laughs) I guess I can. Where would Dennis go? Dennis would go straight ahead. Always pushing forward like every good citizen of the Oasis. Dexter Callum, can I get you to uh, roll a perception check? Yes, yes you can. I rolled a 13. Right as you're about to walk to that spot that you just walked to, you glance downwards and you notice that there's a tripwire set right in front of this set of what look like exploding barrels. You hold your hand out and stop everyone from going further. Stop! You have to, uh... Not walk this way, it's actually very dangerous. Just out of character a moment. Time out, time out. Those barrels are clearly yellow on the battle map, and if video games have taught me anything, if it's an exploding barrel, it's red. <laughs> These are poisonous barrels. All <laughs> <laughs> radioactive barrels, but not explosive, okay? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that is a fair point. Things are weird in the Oasis, that's a great point. For some reason, they color their explosive barrels yellow here. (laughs) (laughs) The most efficient color for dangerous things. So, Dexter Callum, you're standing in front of this tripwire that you've just identified. You get everyone to to stop what they're doing and uh, look down, and and sure enough, you all notice this tripwire. It's a good thing Dexter caught it because you almost all blew up. (laughs) (laughs) I only like blowing up socially on the blogosphere. What do we do? 
Which one of you has the most experience with tripwires? I know how to defeat a tripwire. And I step over it. <laughs> you step over it with ease. It doesn't even require a roll because it's, it's, it's a wire. You just, just step over it. Yes, Follow me. Always putting the right foot forward. That's the Callum way. Dexter Callum and Dennis Thurgood and Bowspeed, you all step over the tripwire and suddenly you start hearing a beep, 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 beep. You look to the north and you notice there is a minigun pointed directly at you. Its barrel begins spinning up. Oh, great. That is a problem. (laughs) Quickly, Dennis, empower yourself to dynamically remove this (laughs) obstacle. Precisely! And I just open fire up at this minigun. This one seems to be a less armored minigun, but it's, you know, same thing. Give it a shot. Uh, so that's an at 20 plus nine. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I mean, that hits. So it's, woo, 17 for the first one. 20, good lord. Okay, well, that's 20. And then, so that's that's my damage. Then since I got a crit, I double it. Oh my goodness. So instead of 37, that is uh, 74. 74. Does that kill it? Yep. <laughs> okay, I won't, I won't roll anymore. We'll just say it kills it. Dennis, you point your gun at it and, and cackling with joy, you just tear this thing apart with a round of well-placed bullets that shred the, the armor plating on this minigun as it's spinning up. Low effort, high payoff. I make sure to snap a brilliant action shot of Oasis's Citizen of the Year. Okay, well, this hallway appearing to be clear at this point, you decide to move forward. You see a control panel behind you that's blinking and has a big red monitor. Ha! This was made for me because I have absurdly high... revs the chainsaw. No! No! <laughs> I absurdly high intelligence! I'm gonna hack something! <laughs> Do you want to roll initiative to see who gets there first? <laughs> no. You can sort of tell behind the mask and they're like just a little bit sad. Spudnik, before you hack the mainframe, let me hack the mainframe. Uh, let's get you to roll a hacking roll, which I believe is going to be... It's just an intelligence roll. 22. Ooh, Ooh. nice. You walk up to it and, and tap your fingers a couple of times uh, and, and, you know, speed across several different keyboards like you're playing a piano. Uh, It's not an incredibly realistic propaganda film. And after a second, the screens all light up green and uh, you you realize you're in. You turn back to the party and say, I'm in. And turn back to the control panel and see that it is the security control panel for this entire thing installed recently by the union, but with its software upgraded to a different alternative version, giving the union full control of all the security systems. <gasps> with several daft keystrokes, you're able to eliminate all of the rest of the miniguns. You you hear off in the distance, the sound of miniguns powering down, whatever that sounds like. I'll find a sound effect later. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, employee, I have achieved maximum control of all the security systems in this building. Your brain is quite big and wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, I agree. With this area being cleared out, you realize your only way forward is to go north, past the destroyed machine gun into the hallway that bends to the left. Dexter, I don't suppose you could uh, see the cameras through there. I I presume a facility like this has them. 
Oh, with a roll of 22, I can do anything. That's correct. <laughs> you quickly patch into the main camera feed and get full access to the facility. And sure enough, it's revealed on the monitors to everyone that Union Jack is actually just around the corner. If you were to step 40 or 50 feet past the destroyed minigun into the left, you would see Union Jack standing there with Baxter Callum, gun to his head and staring at, at the, the, the hallway and over to the left is a conspicuously open window with a zip line. Friends, employee, I believe we have found our entrance. So, so where, what, what's the window with the zip line? Where is that at? It is in a section of the facility, very close to where Union Jack is standing, almost as if one might use it as a quick escape if they were to be overpowered in some way. <laughs> Completely unrelated. Ah. Where does it lead? Because Sputnik would like to go there. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> you can't see from the cameras, though. They're, they're only internal facility cameras. Sputnik checkout. Zip line. But the... Can't you see? Look, look uh, I know mm, the cosmonaut helmet, I guess it's kind of hard. Did you not see the screen? He's right there. If you go to the zip line, you'll walk past him. It's a convenient escape route, and I'm not sure that you're grasping that it's an escape for the villain, not for us. <laughs> Precisely. Can we uh, find the other end of the zip line and use it to zip into his back? It's a, it's a, it's a gravity zip line. It's, there's not like a gondola that brings you back and forth or anything. <laughs> Anyone got a small motor that we can attach you to said, a zip line? You said the word zip line, uh, and now everyone just wants to ride the zip line. <laughs> As you're discussing the zip line, you see Union Jack grab Baxter Callum by his shirt and drag him over to a set of conspicuous looking tall servers. Gun to his head, Baxter Callum pulls out a little keyboard and he tries to elbow Union Jack in the face and Union Jack whacks him on the back of the head. And uh, Baxter Callum begins typing into the terminal in front of these servers while looking up at the cameras with a pleading look in his eye. <sighs> We've gotta go. We must go, friends. Sputnik just starts dragging the chainsaw behind them as they start <laughs> walking over. Sputnik, I see you are not into leading edge solutions. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, so I guess we're all heading in, yeah. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but maybe? With Sputnik's chainsaw sword dragging on the ground behind you, setting off a shower of sparks, full horror movie vibe, you all slowly make your way through the northern corridor past the destroyed minigun. Dennis, as you pass by, you glance over and take a look at your good job that you did there and, and how shredded this machine gun is. <laughs> That's exactly what he would do, yeah. And uh, look down at your gun with kind of an approving, like, uh, yeah, this is good. You probably just like give the light machine gun like a light pet. <laughs> ah, Betsy, you're always so trusting. Thanks. And he just keeps going. <laughs> All right, you make it around the corner and are confronted with Union Jack holding Baxter Callum hostage. Oh, shit. He looks over at you and says, Oi, before you shoot, just keep in mind I'm standing behind Baxter Callum and you don't want to hit him, do ya? Brother! But our heroes knew something that he didn't. This is a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I've already got what I want, and now Baxter Callum's coming with me and there's nothing you can do about it. And he begins dragging him away. No. There is nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Mr. Jack. Oi. A post feed, uh, Oasis Herald. Perhaps I can get your story out there, you know, for the masses and 
What not? Um, would you care to comment on the current situation? Well, I think this whole situation speaks for itself. Look at this overwhelming force that's been given upon us by this Dennis Thurgood. Some hero he is. Yes, um, the people of Oasis do seem to find him a hero. Did you know he's recently been voted as uh, Oasis Citizen of the Year? What are your thoughts on that? Push, poppycock. Poppycock <laughs> and nonsense. Ah, and a third question designed to keep you talking while the others do an action. Yeah, Sonic is just like walking over while <laughs> she's doing this. All right. <laughs> uh, roll a d6, see how far you can get. That's a six. Brother, are, are you all right? Baxter Callum says, he's trying to steal our secrets. The secrets that make the Oasis the Oasis. <laughs> Dexter, I know we've had our problems in the past, but surely we can put them aside for the good of this city. <laughs> so I'm just moving six slowly, I guess. Yep. Of course, anything for you, brother. The great Baxter Callum, nothing will stand in front of you. Guy. And he slushes. Uh, he, you're standing below him. He's uh, he's okay. on a, a raised platform. Now I can get his legs. Did Sputnik mention they have a 10-foot vertical leap? <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, using uh, Baxter Callum as a shield adds a significant amount to his oh AR. You're going to have to roll on top of his AR, and if you miss the amount by the amount that it's raised, you will hit Baxter Callum instead. Obviously, this isn't something your character may necessarily care about, but... It's something to keep in mind. Oh, absolutely not. Baxter Callum's rich. He can have fucking cyber legs. <laughs> okay. This is about how we find out but like how Baxter got his cyber limbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, he's going to do a melee fight. So yeah, 9 plus 4 to hit. That's a 13? Yeah. For the first time in the session, that's not a hit. <laughs> well, oh. on the bright side, I could do an additional strike per attacking action All using right. close combat with a second strike modified by minus five accuracy. So, All right. I'm going to do another attack and hope it's good. That's a 26. Um, oh my goodness. Minus one, so it's a 25 overall. That does hit. Roll for damage. Eight plus. So that's a... Um, 10 first, and because he rolled a 20, which is above an 18, he has a ability called Relentlessness, which allows me to do another attack with my weapon. Okay. And I hit, did a 21 plus 2, which is 23, which I'm assuming is also a hit. That also hits. So it's 18 and 10 damage I've just done. All right, 18 plus 10, so 28 points of damage. You swing your chainsaw through the air and slice into Union Jack's leg as, as he tries to pull Baxter Callum in front of him. You manage to slip past his defenses and drive it into his leg. He goes, oi, oi, that hurts, that hurts. Oh, oh my leg, my leg. <laughs> Yeah, he seems like he's in a lot of pain, but he doesn't drop Baxter Callum. In fact, he, he glares at Sputnik and goes, that'll be the last thing you do! And then grabs Baxter Callum in a bear hug and reaches up and latches onto the line and slides downwards. You peer out the window after him and see that he's landing in a parking lot that is about 200, 300 feet away. And it's the parking lot of the Oasis City Services building. You know, the gigantic O building that's on the front of the Oasis. 
The rest of the party quickly follows over, seeing Union Jack and Baxter disappear off to the scene transition. <laughs> you stare out the window as he slides down the thing. Baxter Callum is fighting and elbowing and giving his damnedest, but Union Jack just can't be beat in this specific situation. And he whacks Baxter Callum on the head again and then flips you all off as he slides down the zipline. He's, he's, he's British, right? Right. Yeah, have him flip the V's instead, yeah? He flips the V's as he slides down <laughs> and uh, slides down to the end of the zipline uh, and lands in the parking lot where he begins dragging Baxter Callum into the Oasis Services building. Well, aren't you going to do anything? No. Sputnik has a uh, weapon holster, which is a uh, sling for their chainsaw. Mm -hmm. And um, they get the sling. They start slinging it over the top and they're gonna go down the zipline. All right. I cannot be stopped. You sling your uh, weapon holster over the top of the zipline and begin ziplining downwards to the scene transition. To Dennis. <laughs> Dennis, tearing me down. I was just about to make that suggestion. <laughs> Hop on my back. <laughs> <laughs> so he like gets ready uh, to, to take Dexter on his back. Our, our synergy is incredible. <laughs> he takes his light machine gun, flips it upside down, and puts it on top of the zip line, like where the the ammo tray would be, so it has like this direct line. And he just jumps off. There he goes. All right. Uh, how, how far away is this building? It's about 200 feet, okay. 300 feet. We're like on the second floor of this one, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna walk. <laughs> I'll see you there. I'm just gonna go out the building. And, take the elevator. Yeah. Okay. I just like, I take one look at the zip line and go, uh, no, um, I just wander off. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> right. That is going to put you five turns behind everyone else, just so you know. Five turns? Fuck. Uh, what about if I run? <laughs> Four turns. I'll take it. Fuck it. There's no way, not a chance in hell, that Bo Speed, <laughs> journalist extraordinaire, tries to go down a fucking building-to-building zipline with no fucking zip. Not happening. I'm walking. All right. The three of you slide down the zipline, and as you do, you see Union Jack speaking to a very large armored person with two other people standing nearby. He gives them a couple of instructions while dragging Baxter Callum along and then points in your direction, and uh, they all huddle together for a second, staring at you as you land from your zipline, looking super cool and landing in a, almost like a superhero pose. You skid to the ground. What does each of your poses look like? I'm just standing like in the perfect like straight pose. You know, I have good, I have good posture. <laughs> okay. I drop, not to my knees, but I do this like squat as I get down. And then I like quickly raise up my light machine gun, put it on my back and do like flex with my left arm with a smile. <laughs> Perfect. And Sputnik, you're the first one down. Yeah, Sputnik lands in a small crater <laughs> and uh, just starts walking normally. All right, like, fair enough. Dragging this chainsaw behind them. <laughs> Meanwhile, I stop to get like a street bagel outside. 
oh, on nice. the way. Like, what, um, what's, what's in it? Anything exciting? I have no fucking idea. I don't eat bagels. Uh, what 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 sort of bagels does Oasis City have? Fake, uh, synthetic. Locust and artichoke. Uh, uh, then yeah, synthetic. What was? What the fuck. <laughs> Just kept, suddenly there's a cart selling these enormous fat block churros. <laughs> <laughs> so Sputnik, Dennis, and Dexter, you land with your cool superhero poses in this parking lot. You look around you and see that there are several, if not. Dozens of Union vehicles scattered around here, forming a makeshift battlefield. Oh, no. Across the parking lot, you see a heavily armored individual speaking to two others. And even from the distance, you can hear them. They're focused together. And uh, the large one, who you recognize as Union Dewey, Union Dewey says to the other two, all for one. And the other two go, one for all. Unions forever. Oh, my God. And they put their hands together and bring them up as if they had just finished some sort of um, ritualistic thing that might give them an advantage in this upcoming battle. Let's get everyone to roll initiative. Twelve. Damn. I have rolled a five. <laughs> God damn it. I got a 14. We'll add... Both speed to the initiative as a one initiative. You got a 14, you got a 12, you got a five, I got a churro. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the three of them finish their little ritualistic thing and uh, before, before combat starts, Union Dewey points at Dennis Thurgood and uh, says with a deep robotic voice, Dennis, we have heard of you in the Union. There is no way you're getting in here to stop Union Jack and his plans for bettering the Oasis via immense amounts of fees. You absolutely underestimate my accuracy with this here light machine gun. Severely. Nice gun. It's smaller than mine, though. And pulls out a larger machine gun than the one you're currently holding. <gasps> that motherfucker. Oh, shit. Emblazoned with Union Dewey on the side as if it was a personalized special weapon that gave them some sort of advantage in the upcoming fight. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Almost as if the DM, the DM is a lot more <laughs> knowledgeable about how this thing works now. Uh-oh. The two figures near Union Dewey, Fee and Tenure, fan out and assume tactical positions. The first, Fee, is a large militaristic man wielding a chainsaw sword and carrying a submachine gun slung carelessly around his shoulder as if he might not even need it. He crouches down and begins slowly making his way through the maze of cars like an animal stalking his prey. The other, Tenure, is a small wayfish woman with two exceedingly large thermal blades tucked into her belt. She crouches down as well and vanishes amongst the vehicles, almost as if she had used some sort of stealth-based ability to conceal her movement. Um, yeah, I was gonna try and tuck into between those two cars. You tuck in between those two cars and take some cover. Nah. Dennis. I'm gonna get behind that car. All right. Next up, Union Dewey, who has a minus two on the movement for the massive amount of armor that he's currently wearing, makes a couple of movements as well. Next up is Dexter Callum. Uh, okay, I'm going to roll my d6 for movement. Nice. Woo! And then I'm going to turn to this car over here, which surely is an AI-powered self-driving car. Of course, yes. Of course. In fact, it's an executive car. And I tell it, you, car, cover me and I'll give you a nice upgrade. <laughs> I'll install a beautiful engine and give you armor plating and everything you ever wanted. Okay, is this a lie? <laughs> Do you get? No, it's a persuasion. Yeah, I hope, okay. I'm hoping. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I have, I 
I have money. <laughs> Let's have you do intelligence first to see if you can uh, speak to this vehicle. Come on. Uh, it's a nine. Uh-oh. All right. You begin speaking to the vehicle, um, but you're not able to access its AI commands. You're basically just able to uh, give it commands as if you were just a regular person on the sidewalk. So you could still try, but it, it, your, your DC is going to be much, much higher in order to try and diplomacy your way into this or persuasion your way into this. That's probably OK. I have a lot of persuasion. <laughs> I have advantage on my persuasion roll. All right, 25. Woo! All right, that is pretty persuasive. Um, you realize at this point that while you can't entice this car into doing it, you could perhaps rephrase your statement uh, to imply that it's a public security risk that it's in this current position. <laughs> car, you are illegally parked. <laughs> the lines have been mispainted in this parking lot and you are actually parked right behind where you should be. You see the lights inside flash as the AI inside the car begins to think, and then it scans you, recognizes your authority in the Oasis, and uh, says, Apologies, misconfigured. Technically, I own this parking lot. It lurches forward and instead parks in the very middle of the lines. Thank you, car. I appreciate it. What's your name? Vehicle 15867, sir. I'm going to call you Willie. <laughs> Accepting new authorization. This car is now named Willie. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Bo, you go and exit the building and uh, you find your your bagels. Yeah. And you realize you could just grab a bagel right now. Oh, yeah, I, um, I, I do. In exchange for one turn. Yeah, no, I, I do. I'm, while I'm here, I'll grab enough for the, the whole squad. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, you grab a Callum's dozen, which is just eight, and uh, put, them, <laughs> and put them into a little bag and uh, pay for them. Oh, I think you just got Jen. Um, that fucking tickled me. You did a murder. Next up is going to be Fee. Fee steps forward and looks over at Sputnik and points across at Sputnik and goes, you, you're going to die first and pulls out his auto submachine gun using his called shot where he calls a shot. And if he lands, it deals double damage <laughs> and then using target acquired, choose a target, roll advantage to hit them until you're either hit or you attack another target. Oh, God, you gave him player levels and then uses <laughs> this weapon is mine. The offensive skill game a permanent plus two accuracy. So do I get more AR for being in cover? You're not in cover because he can he's get, he positioned himself. So he's got line of sight to you. You were being covered to somebody else that you couldn't see. We'll, we'll give you like plus two AR. So what's your AR right now? Um, 17. So it'd be 19. So, OK, we'll give you yeah plus two for partial cover. 19. Here's the first one. Ooh. OK, good. Ooh. And then the second one for advantage. Oh, no, not Woo! enough. It wouldn't have even hit. Yeah, it wouldn't have even hit. I'm so glad. <laughs> Sputnik's almost dead. So he takes a couple of shots. He goes, ah, what the heck? This was constructed by a union. Why isn't it working? And he whacks the side of his gun a couple of times. <laughs> Sputnik. I'm doing a move action, which I really hope is high. It is not. I'm going to do another move action to try and get into CQC. Okay. Spotty just slowly but surely approaching. All right, and do you have the bonus that lets you have an extra reach? Oh, absolutely not. 
go. Uh, then you're still too far away. Uh, you climb over the vehicles and drag your sword across the pavement, leaving a deep indent. This is constructed by me. <laughs> Next up is Dennis. Oh, God, I'm afraid. You know what? I'm going to regret this. But Dennis has huge cojones. We're going to roll movement first. Three. Oh, no. That's that's OK. That's all I needed. Hooray. Question. Are these uh, cars and trucks explodable? Uh, everything's explodable if you try hard enough. All right. <laughs> and I'm going to chuck a grenade right between these two cars, the green and the red one. Roll a strength to see if you can land it there. Oh, baby, please give me it. That's not good. <laughs> that's a 10. All right, you chuck the grenade and it lands a little bit short. It lands in front of the front wheel of this green car. And then a second later, it explodes, popping the wheel of the tire and causing the, the car to pop up a little bit and then land back on the ground. But other than that, doesn't do any damage. Luckily, it lands just far enough away from you to avoid it making your limbs explode okay. and from uh, blowing up literally in your face. Damn, I knew, I knew that was stupid. Next up is going to be Tenure, who... Yep, moves over to where Dennis Thurgood is and... <laughs> oh, fuck. Comes up to Dennis and uh, says, Well, if you like that gun so much, maybe you should learn to lose things. We're used to it in the Union. And uh, taps the side of her, of, of her head and, and then taps something on a, a little display. And Dennis, you feel the irresistible urge to drop your gun. I'm going to roll against your mental resistance. Uh, yep, which is nine. So this is going to be really hard to survive, but that's okay. You got this. That is a 20. Oh, yeah, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> that's okay. You feel your cybernetics take over as you can't help yourself. You unload and drop your gun on the ground right in front of you. It's going to take a full round to pick it up and get it all restocked. Next up is going to be Union Dewey. With a boom, 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 you hear Union Dewey moving around, and suddenly you see them step on the back of this gigantic vehicle and, be, and pull the gun down and begin aiming it directly at Dennis's head. I'm so stupid. Union Dewey pulls a sharpshooter with the plus three from getting from being a gunner, plus four for heavy weapons handler. Eight plus four is twelve. <laughs> Hooray! You have an AR of 18, so that comes out as 12. The bullets slam into the ground around you and you sort of breathe a sigh of relief until you look up at Union Dewey, who is quickly racking their gun and using a point of divine intervention where all who hear whatever prayer or partake in any ritual you perform can negate one failed roll per long rest. <laughs> The sharpshooter check is a failed roll. And so Union Dewey says, for the Union! And racks the gun again and takes another sharpshooter shot with a plus four. Wow. That's 19. All right, I, uh, 19, no! <laughs> <laughs> that hits. He's a priest? Yeah, he's a Union priest. That's so good, I love it. Okay, oh, all right, no. do the damage. All right, so the damage on this weapon is 5d6. Uh-oh. Oh, fuck. I can live. I can live. Yeah. <laughs> you can live. It could be five ones. Ugh. Plus 1d10. <laughs> I can still live. For our heavy weapon specialist. Six. Plus, when using any automatic heavy, long, or short-range weapon, roll advantage on your damage dice. 5d6 plus 1d10 twice. Oh, fuck. I'm dead. <laughs> 
34 points of damage. Blow oh, me up, Papito. I am done. <laughs> hey, uh, Ethan. Um, I'm just reading through the Neon Knights rule book again. I can't see anywhere how many hit points a bagel heals. <laughs> I think it's quite a lot though, right? Oh yeah, it's like 3d20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right, so Dennis, you stare down Union Dewey as he says, for the Union, and pulls his heavy, extremely heavy machine gun out and just mows you down. You feel the bullets slamming into your body and tearing off bits of flesh as you collapse down on your knees in front of your gun. You're somehow still breathing, but you're unable to move. Yeah. You're completely shredded and, and, and well, you're already pretty shredded, but your your muscles are now also shredded. And uh, well, that doesn't work either. You're laying there bleeding on the ground, staring at Union Dewey as he steps off of the vehicle and begins walking in your direction. Oh God. Next up is Dexter Callum. You peek out and you see Dennis get mowed down by this Union Dewey guy. That's a problem. <laughs> Do we still have some of that like Deus Ex Machina medkit. Uh, yeah, I would say that you probably all kept one of them. With my super low AR, I'm not going to do anything so stupid as to get out of cover. I want to find the owner of this car and message them to buy the car from them. Okay. Uh, it's pretty easy to find the owner of the car. You can just ask it. The car tells you exactly how to get in contact with its owner for emergency purposes because it already trusts you. Willie, Willie, how do I contact? Who is your owner? Tell me. This vehicle is currently owned by Jeremy, last name here, <laughs> who can be contacted at. And then they give you the contact info. All right. I And I text Jerry. I'll give you 20K right now if you give me your car. All right, let's get you to do a bartering roll. Bartering, that is totally something I've not spent anything on. <laughs> 12, that's pretty good. Uh, you respond back, double it and you have a deal. 35K. <laughs> you failed your bartering roll. All right, all right, <laughs> he fine. says, nope. All right, all right. God damn it, I'm nearly broke. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. All right. I, I, I Venmo him 40k. All right. You have control of the vehicle as the authorization credentials are presented to you. And next round, you can start controlling it. All right. I get in it this round if I'm allowed to. All right. Sure. Yeah. You get inside the car. Um, and next up is Bo's feed. Bo, you're walking towards the parking lot um, with your bag of bagels. And as you do, you notice that there is also a large crowd walking with you. They all look like hardworking blue collar types, and they're all walking towards this towards this parking lot, carrying wrenches and and small weapons and guns and things like that. And they seem to be pretty upset. Are you guys with the the union? One of them goes, "What? No, we're not with those union scum. We're hardworking Oasis citizens, and we heard the Oasis Citizen of the Year, Dennis Thurgood, needed some help." That's wonderful. I was just looking for some hardworking Oasis citizens. Luckily, because this is the Oasis, I can look anywhere around me and a hardworking Oasis citizen is right there, ready and willing to lay down their line in the name of productivity. You're goddamn right. You're BoSpeed, right? Oh, I am <laughs> BoSpeed. Thank you. I, I'm, you know my work, clearly. Follow me. I could lead you right to them. Follow Bo. Let's go. Next up is Fee. 
Sputnik, you and Fee are facing off here, and uh, although Fee gets disadvantage on this roll, they pull out their auto submachine gun and take two more shots at Sputnik. So that's a 23, that does hit. Oh, fuck. Oh my god. 2d6 damage. Six! Sputnik lives! I do hate to say it, right? What? Just to be a negative Nelly and all that. You see that 1d20? See the no, detail on that 1d20 no. there at? Was it? Oh, it was a critical, wasn't it? Uh, no. A natural 20 means it's a critical hit for a grand total of 14 points of damage. Fee lets off the submachine gun and the bullets slam into Sputnik. Yeah, taking out the rest of Sputnik's hit points. <laughs> you wouldn't want it to have lived like that. Yes, I would. <laughs> Sputnik like staggers like you know how in like action movies somebody takes like 50 bullets and they're just sort of shaking in like the air <laughs> yeah. and they just sort of take another step forwards oh no and just drop I am proud Baxter Callan Industries contractor <laughs> <laughs> and I lean out of my fucking car it's Callan Industries <laughs> 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 Sputnik, you collapse on the ground in a pool of blood, your own blood, right in front of Fee, who spits on you and goes, non-union scum. <laughs> Sputnik and Dennis, during your turns, you're just in immense amounts of pain, and you stare up as the enemies that you were just fighting move closer and closer to you, mocking and sneering your lack of union representation the entire way. Tenure walks up to Dennis and kicks the gun away from Dennis, making it land about five or ten feet away, oh. out of Dennis's reach, if Dennis could even reach. <laughs> Union Dewey takes another couple steps forward right up to Dennis and looks down and says, This is what you get for messing with Union Jack. All who mess with us will be destroyed, for you see, we are strong together even though we may be weak individually. And uh, reaches up a foot to slam into Dennis's head and crush the skull, but doesn't do it during this turn. Dexter Callum, <laughs> you're inside the vehicle. What do you do? All right, I'm, uh, I want to run this car full speed into tenure and Union Dewey. I am laying on the ground, so she could just drive over. It's fine. Yeah, yeah you can, maybe like, you'll fit underneath. We'll find out. I tell the car to extend its hydraulics and then I run <laughs> over a tenure in the Union Dewey. <laughs> the car turns on its speakers as loud as it can and suddenly all of the wheels like pop up and it starts bouncing up and down in time with the music. The car turns to attempt to run over tenure and Union Dewey. Let's get you to roll <laughs> Dexter reflexes check. Cool, the things that I'm totally very good at. It doesn't matter. Eighteen. Eighteen. That's pretty good. That's great. All right, and then that's gonna be against Union Dewey and Tenure. Eleven. <laughs> All right, and an eleven as well. Hey, Ooh. I mean, and a, Union Dewey has a minus one because of the uh, heavy armor. You take the car and you slam it into Tenure and Union Dewey, doing three d6 points of damage. I do. Not bad amounts of damage. 11 damage. A lot of 11s. 11 points of damage. 11. Knocking Union Dewey and Tenure out of the way. 
Union Dewey slams into the large Union vehicle behind him, uh, but his armor seems to protect him from most of the blow. Tenure is takes a bit worse for wear and slides backwards, slamming into the side, dropping one of her knives uh, and grasping at her arm. She goes, ah, you rich bastard. You don't deserve any of the money that you earned. I only have $5,500 left. <laughs> In this wallet. <laughs> You're really embodying the, my superpowers being rich. <laughs> All you union scum are causing me to lose so much money. Feet, you finally like can see the parking lot, and as you do, you and your group that you're in begin running at full speed, trying to make it into this uh, chaotic mess. Onward! And as you arrive, the the person next to you goes, "Look, it's Dennis!" And he looks hurt. Indeed, people of the Oasis, we've got twenty things that you won't believe about the people of the Oasis. <laughs> Unions hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we charge. With your squad together and with all of them using their maximum movement actions per turn, they rush Union Dewey and Tenure and Fee and begin chucking wrenches and books and data pads and bagels. They fly through the air, almost darkening the sun with their massive amounts of projectiles. They slam into Union Dewey and Tenure as one hardworking blue collar citizen goes up to Dennis and pulls out a, a thing of medical equipment, begins wrapping him up and goes, I'm so sorry, we're late, Dennis. We had to actually work for a living, unlike these lazy union bastards, and we just got off work. I promise you're gonna be paid for your work today. <laughs> and he, he, uh, he looks frantically with his eyes bloodshot, full of just absolutely inhumane, inhuman rage and searches for his light machine gun. All right. Well, Fee, Tenure, and Union Dewey are being pelted by all sorts of things, and it's all they can do to just keep the things from hitting their head. These projectiles flying through the air, and so they all lose their turn. Sputnik, uh, a group of these hardworking blue-collar Oasis citizens come up to you, and one of them jabs you with a, a hypodermic needle filled with stimulants and healing juices and you begin feeling your 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 wounds begin to stitch themselves back up you heal yourself up to five hit points and stand with this renewed vigor i hand you a bagel spudnik takes the bagel tries to eat it thrusts it against the mask <laughs> looks a little bit sad revs the chainsaw and steps towards Fee. Fee, through the squinting eyes, can almost see Sputnik as he comes up. He goes, no, you'll never defeat us! As Sputnik revs up the chainsaw. Sputnik, give me a, an attack roll. That one. That's that one. <laughs> oh yeah, that could have been worse. Um, I'm going to do another attack. All right. So that's uh, 22 minus 5. 17. That is actually enough to hit Fee. Hooray. So with your first swing, you're holding it with a bagel in one hand. You take a bite and swing, and, and the bagel crumbs smashed up against your face plate, uh, keep you from being able to see where Fee is. So you wipe them off and bring the chainsaw sword up and down onto Fee. Roll some damage. 15 damage. That will do. And slice him in half. He goes, and, and he gets cut in half like, a, like an evil dead zombie and the two halves of this character fall to both sides <laughs> as Sputnik is showered with blood. It does look like both sides couldn't come to an agreement. <laughs> Union's fear, Sputnik is here. 
Dennis, Union Dewey is backed up against this car and holding his hands up as he's being pelted with all sorts of projectiles from this mob behind you of hardworking blue-collared folks that have come to back you up, uh, uh, another hardworking Oasis citizen. You pick up your gun, you load it, you rack it, you point it directly at Union Dewey. Let's roll to hit, so I gotta get up my player sheet again because I thought I was dead meat. <laughs> plus nine on the hoe. Uh, plus nine, so that's 13 that's, on the first hit. Does that's that hit? not, nope. <laughs> Union Dewey has an AR of 19. Oh, okay. So I actually get another turn without disadvantage. Okay. Another attacking action. 12 plus 9. 21. Does that hit? Yeah, that hits. All right. So we're going to do our damage on this one. Uh, 32. Union Dewey's heavy military-grade spec armor is not enough to be able to stop the shower of bullets from Dennis Thurgood's high-powered machine gun. He falls back against the vehicle as the different bullets slam into him, the armor just peeling off of him before he slumps down to the ground. Take that, you commie bastard! <laughs> Through the crack in his, in his helmet, he goes, You'll never be able to save Baxter Callum! I don't give a shit. As long as you all are dead, that's all that matters. By this point, Union Jack will have made it up to the roof. There's nothing you can do to stop him. Killing you is enough. Seeing Union Dewey go down, the crowd behind you piles onto Tenure and just begins beating the ever-loving shit out of her. Uh, grabbing her own knife and stabbing it into her. It somehow also like seems heroic in, in some way uh, as all of these, these blue-collar workers band together and beat down the, the Union people. You all have a chance to sort of stand up and brush yourself off as the crowd gets around you and starts cheering. Dennis Sputnik! Dennis Sputnik! Dennis Sputnik! You got this! You can save Baxter Gallums! You can do it! Willie, uh, I, I don't suppose you happen to be an AV. Unfortunately, I am only rated for driving on roads. Do you have any AV friends you could call? <laughs> I, I, I am a vehicle. I, I do not understand this concept of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your AI needs an upgrade. <laughs> Yes, indeed. <laughs> no, no offense. The car agrees with you. It does need an upgrade and would love to be given a much better AI. <laughs> well, go home. <laughs> Here's my address. We'll, we'll talk later. Uh, the vehicle it takes the address and sets off with its auto driving technology and drives away. As the four of you band together and rush through the lobby of the Oasis City Services. You make it to the elevator and it begins heading up towards the roof. It almost smells like Union Bastards in here. You're sure this is the way that Union Jack went. You've got one small brief moment of, of peace as everyone racks their guns and heals up a little bit more and gets ready for the final confrontation with Union Jack on the roof of the Oasis Services building. What do you say to each other? Sputnik basically just gabs another syringe of stimulants and just smashes it into their leg. All right, you heal 2d8 hit points. That's a 10. Thanks for saving my ass, Dexter. It is time for us to go forward with our plans to implement regenerated third generation innovation and kill that union fucker. Well, 
I'm glad I arrived just in time. I must say, in all this time observing you in your wonderful, wonderful, productive Oasis ways, I have learned one thing from the Union. How to be bad? <laughs> no, I think it might be time for all of us to generally strike. Yay! <laughs> I do not know what you meant, but let's do a murder. Hit, yeah, hit, hit the guy that... It's, it's okay, buddy. Stir, you've, had, you've lost a lot of blood. Strike? <laughs> what is this word? <laughs> to, hit, to hit them? To, to hit them with the with the things that you have for hitting people with. Ah, yes. High impact strategies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> with a ding, the elevator doors open onto the roof of the Oasis Services building. It doesn't quite make sense that the lobby elevator goes all the way up to here, but it's a thing that's for some reason overlooked in the script of this movie. <laughs> Standing right next to the edge of the roof of the Oasis Services building is Union Jack with Baxter Callum in a bear hold and a gun pointed directly to his head. He's about 30 feet away, just far enough distance that if Baxter Callum wasn't in the way, you could take a clear shot. Union Jack shouts out, Well, well, Dennis, it seems like you've made it all the way up here, but you're too late. You see, although it may seem like you've got me outnumbered, we unions always travel in groups. Isn't that right, boss? <gasps> and with a flourish, Dexter Callum pulls out a pistol and points it directly at Dennis's head. It is time to leverage alternative growth strategies and access some high-impact benefits by eliminating the competition that is my brother! Baxter Callum says, You bastard! I knew it was you from the whole start! We should have never entered into a partnership in the ownership of the Oasis! You violated your contract! I am sick of hearing everyone call it Baxter Callum Industries! <laughs> I helped build this company from the ground up, and you get all the credit. You were nothing but an ideas man, and you know it, Dexter. Dennis, you're being held at gunpoint. One false move, and Baxter Callum could blow your brains out. You mean Dexter Callum could or blow Dexter, his... yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even God is against me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sputnik, you being one of the few people in the scene who doesn't have a gun pointed at their head, what do you do? It's too close for you to be able to try and do any sort of close-range CQC stuff. Sputnik points at Dexter Callum and goes, How much you pay me? <laughs> if you kill my brother, you can have his job. Sputnik likes his job. <laughs> what is his job? Boss of the Oasis, but like number two, because I'll be the boss. So you get to be the other guy. What about all the times that we went on missions together? Dennis, I'm sorry. You don't remember? But you are just a tool to me. Just an employee to be used and discarded <laughs> when you no longer benefit me. Spock is just like looking back and forth between the two, just like trying to work out which is more important, money or loyalty to the company. Also, you can have my remaining, uh, $5,500. <laughs> and then um, Sputnik points towards Baxter Callum and goes, How much you pay me? 
He says, uh, I promise you fair wages as anyone in the Oasis has. Fair wages for killing my traitorous brother. Not cool. <laughs> Deal. And um, Sputnik is going to do a straight up attack at Dexter. All right. Roll to attack uh, Dexter Callum. What? I'm prepared to shoot Dennis in the face, so. Oh, God. Yeah, let's roll initiative. Let's see who gets it first. Ooh, I only got a five. Guess we rolled a one. Let's go. Bingo! Why are you going to kill me, man? When I became the betrayer, I got a bunch of buffs, you guys. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> Dexter was given a secondary betrayer Dexter uh, character Shit. sheet. <laughs> yeah. Quick, Dennis, Amazing. get that line in. Go to head. Be like, I would gladly die if it meets the death of the union. He just give Dennis as he hears slowly the click of the, the hammer. He just gives a soft smile. Aww. And uh, he turns his head as quick as he can to look at Dexter in the eyes with that same smirk. Right. Dexter, you stare him in the eyes and roll your attack roll with advantage. Yes, I have so many things I have to check off here. Uh, by the way, just to be clear, you guys are not in my party anymore, so you don't get rally well, arms. That's fine. <laughs> oh, I didn't even, I forgot about that. I never used to yeah. anyway. <laughs> but listen, listen, my party gets rally that is arms, true. so the other guy <laughs> gets yeah. plus two to his attacks now. Oh, shit. I have plus three to hit when using pistols. I'm just gonna buff my sharpshoot by three. Keen eye, so that's another plus two. Gun savant, which is another plus one. Fast shooter, gain another shot on your attacking action with disadvantage to hit. Yeah, that's it. All right, so advantage on this one. Oh, that's good because the first one was a critical fail. Oh, 26. Ooh. Oh yeah, <laughs> that Ooh. hits for sure. All right, and uh, roll for damage with advantage on your damage check as well. I do six damage to your head. I'm alive. Uh, well, you you roll it roll roll it with advantage. Eight. I'll still be alive unless I get shot <laughs> again. Then I'm dead. Okay, so uh, you you aim to shoot at Dennis's head, and Dennis turns towards you and it lunges for your gun. You manage to just shoot him in the chest instead of the head, as your gun is knocked out of the way. Dennis, ugh, you get hit in the chest and it goes through, but you're still standing somehow. Cause he's citizen of the year. Cause he's citizen <laughs> of the year. That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, next up is going to be Sputnik. To be clear, I don't get my two actions. Oh, you do get two actions, that's you right. You do get two yeah. actions. Are you going to do I, another yeah. shot? No, I need to get the fuck away. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to run 1d6 away uh, and like try to get behind cover. <laughs> uh -oh. I, I run one away. You stumble away going backwards at, at the sheer just ridiculousness of how strong Dennis is. You stumble backwards, almost holding your hand up. Maybe this was more than you had bargained for. Can it be? Citizen of the year makes you invincible? <laughs> With the shield of the wage workers, absolutely. <laughs> More than you collectively bargained for, you union scum. <laughs> okay, so Sputnik uses a skill called Flaming Rage, which is once per long rest, oh, you go shit. in a bloodthirsty rage where you roll disadvantaged dice on all strikes for the entire combat. You have minus three to hits as well. However, all damage is doubled and on criticals, it's tripled. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to uh, take a couple of steps forwards. That's more than enough. <laughs> and I'm going to do some smashy smashy on some Dexter Callum. All right. 
That's a nat one. <laughs> okay, that's, that's a good start. However, I have another one. I have another attack. I have an opportunity. I can do this. I believe in you. <laughs> 15. Is that hit or not? That does. It's got no armor. <laughs> no, I, my, my armor is better than it was. Oh, it's also at disadvantage. Hang on. You gotta roll again. Yeah, that still hits. 12, that, that actually still hits. Oh, shit. Okay. My, that, that is exactly my AR. Rest in peace. Uh, that's 33. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I, I don't have any dying words. <laughs> Dexter Callum lets out a blood-curdling scream as Sputnik slices him into several distinct pieces and he falls to the ground with spews of blood. Union Jack looks over and goes, No, this isn't, this isn't how it was supposed to happen at all! Unions are strong! Release him. And Baxter Callum uses this opportunity to elbow him in the face and step away from him. Union Jack holds his hands up and says, No! No! I was only trying to make a better place for the Oasis by exploiting everyone's ignorance and lining my own pockets! What's wrong with that? Dennis, you step forward. I, I look him dead in the eye, my eyes bloodshot again. Fuck the contract! Out the window you go! And I kick him out of the window! Go ahead and roll a strength check. It's, you know, obviously gonna probably work, but we'll just <laughs> make it official. Alright! Fuck yes! All right, you give him a swift kick in the chest and he goes no! and falls backwards. You peer over the edge and watch his flailing body as it falls many, many, many stories and about five to six seconds later, just a big splat hits the ground in front of this crowd of cheering people who all let out a scream and from the bottom of the Oasis Services building you hear, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis! <laughs> and Baxter Callum comes up and claps you on the shoulder and says, Well, Dennis, you really have saved the day. It's no wonder that you're Oasis Citizen of the Year. If only every citizen was as brave and powerful as you. All in a day's work, boss. All in a day's work. And the screen fades to black as the credits begin rolling. And that is Neon Knights in the Oasis. This has been Neon Knights in the Oasis, a special three-part series created using the Neon Knights rule set. Thank you so much to Ethan who created the Neon Knights tabletop RPG system that we've been playing this entire time and for coming on our show and playing with us. You can follow them on Twitter at the new handle at Ethan Games. That is at E-F-A-N-G-A-M-E-Z. You can also buy Neon Knights right now along with the Neon Knights NPC Mega Pack and the Guns and Bullets Expansion Pack at Ethan's Itch.io page, which is the same, located at ethanhreynolds.itch.io. That is E-T-H-A-N-H-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S dot itch dot I-O. We're always on the lookout for new and exciting ways to tell our tales from the Oasis, so if you're a creator and are interested in collaborating with us on some Oasis Cyberpunk content, please reach out to us on Twitter. We are at Oasis Cyberpunk and our DMs are open. Tune in next time for episode 18 of Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. That's right, folks, we're going back to main series episodes. 
That's all for today. And remember, joining your local union is the single most effective act of fighting the systemic abuse of workers by those greedy capitalist pigs, and all without needing to throw a single punch. Unions around the world, even here in America, have fought and won rights for pensions, standardized health and safety regulations, paid sick leave, the right to appeal and unfair dismissal, and a whole lot more. Corporations spend massive amounts of money annually trying to dissuade their workers from joining a union, and it's not because they've got your best interests at heart, it's because they're scared of what their workers can do when they negotiate as a group. Join a union, fight the power. This is Artemis, signing off and we'll see you next time.